Wild dogs cry out in the night as they grow restless, longing for some solitary company. I know that I must do what's right. Sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti. I seek to cure what's deep inside. Frightened of this thing that I've become. It's 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Harford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Harford County and beyond. I'm co-host Jennifer Button from the Harford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. The Harford Edge is brought to you each week by your Harford County Public Library. Today we'll be speaking with Pat and PJ Chambers of WebIXI, who will be talking about the beautiful and impactful work being done by Beyond Limits. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Jen, and good morning, fellas. Hi guys. I don't think I've used the term fellas in a long time. It's a good term. Yes, it is. Fellas. What's wrong with fellas? There's nothing, There's nothing wrong, wrong with fellas. Um, we're going to do our quick courtesy thing, um, and you guys can participate. Um, we're trying to change the world. Just like you're trying, trying to change the internet, one bad website at a time, at a time. we're going to try to change the world one rude person at a time. So... We talk about things that annoy us, knowing that we're not perfect. Um, first of all, Regal and AMC, I really, I think there's a special place in hell for, for you for selling milk duds in a movie theater. <laughs> okay, we got that out of the way. If you're eating milk duds in a movie theater, you, and you're sitting right behind me, you don't have to shake one milk dud out of the box every time, just one. You don't even have to shake it out of the box. Gravity is fine. <laughs> and there's a term that you must understand if, you're, if you should be able to buy milk duds. That is, invariably, one or two of them, the caramel leaks out a little bit, and it fuses to the bottom of the box. And there's no amount of pounding the box on your thigh during a very critical, quiet scene in the movie. You just open the other end and take them out with your fingers. Is that so hard? It's not so hard. And okay. I actually enjoy milk duds. I love milk duds. And that's the way that I eat them. <laughs> but they are a little annoying because I always swear I'm going to let them completely melt and I end up chewing them halfway through. And... <laughs> well, then how do you feel about the bag crinkling? Oh, yeah, especially the um, biodegradable bags. Yeah. They're like eight, 18 times the decibels of regular bags. Yeah. And if you buy Twizzlers... Take three or four out of the bag at once. Don't try to separate them from the other Twizzlers while they're in the, in the, in the paper. And the other thing, um, contractors. You just want you to know you're disqualified. If you tell me you're giving me a $1,500 coupon for the deck or the awning or the, or the roof, and then you tell me, make sure you tell me you have the coupon before I give you my estimate. <laughs> I I mean I like, do I really look that stupid? I mean maybe I do. Well, well Jennifer already yeah. just gave a like a maybe or maybe not. And there was a guy yesterday for I won't say who it was cuz he's he's paying somebody advertising dollars so good for him. He said we don't we're roofers and we don't you'll never see a come on a come on or a gimmick from us. We're just straightforward. And if you call us this week We'll get and you buy a roof from us. We'll give you the front half of the house for <laughs> for full price and the back half free. <laughs> but we don't have any gimmicks. That's a sweet deal, though. <laughs> hey man, cool. I'll know. just take the front, thanks. And don't forget to present your coupon. <laughs> Amen. Um, but I fell for that uh, just several years ago. I not you know I like to think I'm somewhat savvy, but. Uh, not always. I, I bought a pair of um, 
Alan Edmund shoes, which I love, which they, they last forever. And it, they were trying to talk me into this lifetime care of it. And I, I, it, may, it might make sense whether they refurbish them or whatever. But I said to a friend of mine, um, I said, yeah, but the other thing is they'll give you um, they give you a, a free shoe, shoe tree for the shoe insert. And if the size of your foot ever changes, they'll replace them and give you a different one. And I was like, I was really taken by that. And my friend said, how many times did your shoe size change <laughs> since you were 17? I said, no, never. You do. <laughs> huh? You do. Really? Yeah. I guess you do, yeah. Those fits never happen. No, I actually went down about <laughs> a size and a half when I lost all the weight. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, and which was really upsetting to me because I was wasn't buying any clothes because I figured, all right, I'm, you know, losing weight. I'm not there. So I bought really nice shoes, thinking my feet size will never change. And there we go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, the, that's fair. The good part of that is I got all those fat clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll 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 see after Kilimanjaro what the waistlines are. Um. Okay, I'm glad you guys are here because you're going to help me with trivia. Do you feel like you need help today? I always do. Okay. All right, I don't know. These guys are pretty smart, Bob. Oh, oh I know it. Okay, how many U.S. presidents were only children? Um, they, it, none of them because you have to be 35, so they couldn't have been only children. They had to be adults, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting. Barry, Barry Obama. Okay, so no, he has siblings. He has a lot of siblings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but he was a president. <laughs> so you're going in the right direction. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you got half of that. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um. Um. Just pick a number. One. Zero. Okay. Yep. They you were more correct siblings. when you were joking. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Well, I didn't, who says I was joking? You inferred I was Probably joking. Do. That's oh, your final instincts. answer. Great. Found a friend. Okay, not bad. Okay. And um, there was only one president who was uh, a bachelor. Yes. Do you know who it was? James Buchanan. Very good. Okay. okay. Um, in what year did the Apollo 7 human space flight take place? It was before I was born. I will tell you, there's my hint. Well, way after, yeah. way after you were born. Yeah, uh, seven would have been 68 or 67. Uh, uh, 68. Yes. That's what I go, 68. Yeah. Is that the one where uh, we lost our three astronauts, Gus Grissom, and was that Apollo 6? That was, I don't know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I could take an uneducated guess, but that would be helpful to know one. Okay. Okay. Uh, what famous dictator was assassinated on the Ides of March? You looked like you knew for a minute. I was going to oh, say, yeah. Yeah. Caesar. Caesar. I was going to say you're, you're really overthinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, today was the um, the anniversary of the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand, which we all we know nothing else about him but that when Austria. he was killed in the uh, start of the war, yeah. uh, Sarajevo in two, 1914. Mm -hmm. Who was the assassin? Oh. An anarchist, of course. Yeah. <laughs> they all were. Yeah. Another guy that's dead now. Prince, Prince Sips? That's it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Know. Anyway. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's stick with that theme for a minute. Which character is murdered by George in the John Steinbeck novella of Mice and Men? Um, Curly's wife. Uh, um, Curly. Um, that's, that's, that's Lenny. Cur Lenny. Lenny. Mm -hmm. It is Lenny. Oh. Oh, George. Okay. George killed Lenny. Yeah. Yes. Just for the same reason that the big chief killed Randall McMurphy in Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, good. Good job, Bob. Good Italian. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, what is the name of the actress who played the unsinkable Molly Brown in the 1997 movie Titanic? Oh, you had to do that. I did. He 
He's not good with the, oh, the pop culture. Kathy Bates. Yes. There you go. I was going to say, I just well, rewatched that movie because um, Southern Harford County Rotary's snowball theme is Titanic in January. So we're doing all the cool Titanic stuff. And well, ironically, Bob is a shrine to Kathy Bates in his house. Does he? Yes. <laughs> Candles and well, she had, me, she had me in that bed after my car accident. Oh, that's for eight months. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and bonus question, an bonus answer. Bonus answer. <laughs> I just can't believe I forgot her name. Debbie Reynolds played Molly Brown in the, in the original. Molly Brown. I love that movie. Yeah, it was one of those movies like. It's a classic. Uh, a very difficult music question for you. Who wrote and recorded the one-hit wonder "Spirit in the Sky," released in 1969? Norman Greenbaum. <laughs> you, yeah, 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 he's gonna get the music ones. Continues to astound. He's gonna get the. He's a fountain of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what my wife always says. She wonders what important info is being crowded out of my brain. <laughs> um, in the U.S., a pint of milk is equal to how many cups of milk? Two. Yes. So you don't even need. I remember that from the, the metric system's coming though. Huh? The metric system's coming, though. <laughs> okay, here's a trivia question. Oh, jeez. Don't be about metric. Yeah. Yeah. It is. But the, the, the answer is what, it, what... The answer is the only th three countries on the metric... Not on the metric system. And the question is the United States, um, Kenya, and one other country. Liberia. He throws, he throws out a trivia question that he didn't even know the answer to. That's, right. that's challenging. Well, you guys, you guys flying in, you're flying into Kenya, aren't you? Uh, Tanzania. Tanzania. Mm -hmm. But but aren't you flying to Nairobi? No. 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 Okay. Yeah, there's actually an airport at at or at International yeah. or whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we can't wait to talk to you guys about that. Yeah. Do you have any more? I have two more. Okay. How much money is a U.S. Olympic gold medalist awarded? No idea. Hundred thousand dollars. No. Ten thousand. Yeah. See, I would have thought it would have been close to a hundred thousand dollars. Zero. Too, because that's no. Nope. That's a lot of work. <laughs> you guys have a guess? 20, 50. 20, 20, 25 ish. It was twenty-five thousand dollars. You know, Jim Thorpe had his medals taken away mm -hmm. in nineteen twelve. Uh, the Olympics because he played two games for the New York Giants baseball team that previous year, so he technically lost his amateur standing. That's sure. how far we've come. Even though that's not what he competed in, hmm? right? I mean, it wasn't like he was competing right. in baseball. That's crazy. He won for oh, the, wow. the pentathlon. The, yeah. the, the, the pentathlon. That's mm -hmm. a little ridiculous. Yeah. Well, there may have been some. Um, yeah. Anti-Native uh, American bigotry there. Um, by May, I seen there. I mean, definitely. <laughs> um, okay, one more, then we'll do some. Uh... One more. Yep. Um, by area, what is the smallest ocean in the world? Ooh, that is a really good question. Because is it? You'd think Indian Ocean, but that's really wide. It is really wide. You'd think. Antarctic, because we don't really know what's there. Right. But it's the whole bottom of the world. But that's not an ocean. That's not an ocean. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, the Arctic Ocean. That's what I would go with. It is the Arctic Ocean, yes. <clears throat> and that is a great lead into to our knowledge. I did that on purpose. Segment. <laughs> <laughs> that was really pretty good, because on this day in 1958, the USS Nautilus traveled under the North Pole. Now, how could it travel under the North Pole, you say? How could it travel under the North Pole, Bob? Um, because the North Pole is not land. Right. It's an Arctic ice sheet on the Arctic Ocean. At times, it's only uh, two feet thick. So, while it was traveling under the North Pole in August, it was bathed in sunlight, reflecting through the ice. And um, that's cool. very cool. It 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 was 300 feet long. It, it was the first nuclear sub, so it was rather than diesel electric, 
it, it displaced 3,100 tons. And what year is this? 1958. Huh. It was commissioned in 54. It first ran under nuclear power in 55. Um, and it could say submerge for virtually an unlimited amount of time because it needed no air and only a minute quality of nuclear fuel. Um, and um, on July 23rd, 1958, Operation Northwest Passage, it left, um, it, it sailed through the Bering Strait and surfaced at Point Barrow, Alaska in the Beaufort Sea. And then on August 1st, it left the north coast of Alaska, dove on the Arctic ice cap, traveled at a depth of, fi depth of 500 feet, and it was daylight all, all day there at this time. Um, and at 11.15 on August 3rd, 1958, the Commander Anderson announced for the world, our country and the Navy, the North Pole. Passed under the geographic North Pole and surfaced in the Greenland Sea between Spitsbergen and Greenland on August 5th. Not bad, huh? If you, go, if you want to visit, you can up in Groton, Groton Connecticut. Um, I think I'd actually like to see that. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's very cool. Uh, 1996, 21 years ago, the Macarena began its reign atop the U.S. pop choice. Oh, great. That's fascinating. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that that's over yeah. now. Yeah. Um, you should have led with that one. <laughs> in 1944, on this day, Anne Frank was captured, um, acting on a tip from a Dutch informer. The Nazi Gestapo captured 15-year-old Jewish diarist Anne Frank and her family. Did they, can that person get the A blank blank H blank 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 of the of the Century Award? That's that informer in the running. <laughs> Here's that's for the sure. <laughs> or the people that took her. <laughs> and have you ever read Anne Frank, Diary of Anne Frank? I have not. I re recommend it. Um, it's very moving. It's amazing. Um, only ten of. Um, the Franks survived the Nazi, Nazi death camps. Anne and her sister succumbed to typhus and died in early March 45, a month before the British liberated the camp. Uh, Louis Armstrong was born 116 year, years ago today. Louis Vuitton, what year was he born? I'll give you with, you can get it within 20 years and I'll give it to you. 19... Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, huh. 1885. He he died in 1892. He was born in 1821. Huh. Um, Long century. I would have never guessed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, Billy Bob Thornton was born in 1955. So we will. Um, we're going to do news in the third block. Okay. Well, see. then uh, we have a lot to get to, don't we, Jennifer? We do. Let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we'll be talking with Pat and PJ Chambers of WebIXI, who'll be talking about their un unique effort to raise awareness and funds for Beyond Limits. Harford County Public Library Foundation 13th Annual Gala, La La Library, an evening in the stacks will be held Saturday, November 4th at 7 p.m. at the Abington Library. Tickets will go on sale Monday, August 14th at 11.04 a.m. at eveninginthestacks.org. The gala, Harford County Public Library Foundation's signature event, welcomes more than 600 guests each year and features an extensive menu of hors d'oeuvres and drinks, entertainment by mood swings, a live and silent auction. This year's theme, La La Library, focuses on the timeless and classic old Hollywood song and dance days. Sponsorships, which include tickets to the gala, are available starting at just $750. To purchase a sponsorship, contact Nina Depkin at D-E-P-K-I-N-N at hcplonline.org. Proceeds from the event will support a wide range of programs and resources, including new technologies, community outreach, and stream programs an innovative new space, and collections that will offer customers of all ages the opportunity to explore, create, discuss, and learn. For more information about Lala Library, visit eveninginthestacks.org. 
help your child build a better world with Harford County Public Library Summer Reading Challenge. Studies show that children who participate in public library summer reading programs score higher on reading achievement tests at the beginning of the new school year. Experience less summer reading loss and begin the new school year with more confidence. The Hartford County Public Library Summer Reading Program, designed from children from birth through high school, will ignite your child's imagination and inspire a lifetime love of reading. Register now at hcplonline.org or any Hartford County Public Library branch. Each registered reader will receive a commemorative tote bag filled with summer reading challenge sponsors information and coupons. Upon completion of the summer reading program, all children will receive a certificate of completion and a special gift plus a ticket voucher for an Aberdeen Ironbirds game on August 8th or 24th. For more information and to check out all the special events happening at your library throughout the summer, go to hcplonline.org or pick up a copy of the headlines and happening at any of the library's 13 branches. Help your child build a better world with Harford County Public Library's Summer Reading Challenge. Welcome back. I'm co-host Jennifer Button from the Harford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby, and this is the Harford Edge. We're delighted to have Pat and PJ Chambers of WebIXI in the studio with us today. Welcome, Pat and PJ. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks for having Fellas, us. Fellas, I should Fellas, say. Fellas, gents. Okay, let's get started with Pat and PJ. Who are you guys? For the two people in the state of Maryland who don't know. Uh, well, we are with WebIXI, which is a family-owned and operated um, online marketing company. Uh, Pat started this back in 1995, mm -hmm. which is literally forever in this industry. And we sold the uh, dial-up internet part, gosh... Fifteen years ago, yeah, something like that. When it was time to sell it, yeah. <laughs> so now we focus on online marketing, so website design, SEO, um, Google grants management, all that good stuff. Doctor Chambers, Patrick, Professor, Professor. <laughs> I like to call you guys the Chambers brothers, just because. But go ahead. How about you? Oh uh, yeah, pretty much what he said. We've been we have been doing this for twenty three years. Um, you know we. When we started, we really were kind of all about all about community and um, you know using the internet to um, you know to kind of leverage uh, and even out the playing field uh, for small businesses and nonprofits, and that's kind of been our focus over the years. Even though what we do has changed a lot, it, that piece of it, the you know community with the small businesses and nonprofits, has always kind of remained the same. And um, although you're modest, we won't allow that. Um... So uh, we will brag for I'm you. modest. PJ's not really modest. Okay. <laughs> Although I, I wrote a great promo that played up the chambers. You really did. And I, I felt he, so PJ bad PJ was not too embarrassed it. to use it because he thought it was it was just too, you know, <laughs> pounding his chest. Wow. There's, uh, yeah. Which is impressive, yes. <laughs> he nixed one of my ad campaigns, too. So yeah. uh, I'll tell you about that when we get. Suffice it to say that I, <laughs> okay. I paraphrase... Uncle Billy Bailey from um, Wonderful Life by saying, you just can't keep those chambers down, can you, Mr. Potter? <laughs> Hartford Award winner, 2002. Named one of the top 100 small businesses in the nation, 2013. U.S. Chamber of Commerce, member of the year. Hartford Chamber of Commerce, 2014. I was there, and I didn't know you guys then. I said, who are these guys? And Governor's Volunteer Service Certificate 2015 and 17. And it needs to be noted, uh, in addition to being great at your trade, you probably have one of the biggest engines of support and knowledge and momentum for so many uh, charitable causes and organizations in this county. And we all thank you for that as well. Then let's talk about something. Um, Megan Chambers Sheldon. Sheldon. Yeah. Related? Uh, yeah. Uh, I've known her for quite some time. We go way back. Um, okay. <laughs> Didn't mean, you got, go out and get like barbecue while she was being born or something with that? That's, that story is greatly exaggerated. <laughs> <laughs> um, Megan um, founded uh, an organization. A nonprofit uh, last year was in the works for a while um, called Beyond Limits and um, provides educational and legal advocacy for children with learning disabilities, something that was so necessary. God bless our school system, but when you have 38,000 kids, 
it is really hard to provide any kind of um, tactical um, response on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Um, and the navigation can be incredibly difficult. Um, so uh, hats off uh, to Beyond Limits. And are you proud at all of your sister oh, or daughter? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. You're, you're, what she's doing is definitely definitely needed. Um, and and you're right. The, the school systems do everything they can with with what they have. Um, and it's you know, with with some disabilities, there's there's um, you know processes and and ways to 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 have a certain educational program that will suit them. Um, and each one's very unique. To the, to the child, so it's right. impossible to just kind of shoehorn one program into everybody's learning. Well, experience. yeah, especially with, with you know the the rise in um, uh, in autism, or, or you know, it's now one in sixty eight births um, are on on the autism spectrum, and that is is very difficult for the school systems to handle because because each child is different. You know, they say if you meet um, one person with autism, you've met one person with autism. Um, so, so that presents a challenge for, for the schools to, because you can't just have a program this is how we're going to educate autistic children. Um, so um, my grandson is three years old and he, he's autistic. Um, and, and so my personal experience w with autism is uh, up to a three year old and, and we're going to, we're going to learn as we go. But w one thing that, you know, Megan realized as soon as, you know, when she got the diagnosis um, for Sawyer was that, all right, what, where do I start? And there, there is a lot of. You know, a lot of confusing things to, to navigate through, and especially um, with special education. So they wanted to provide a service where um, they could go in with a with a family that's going to their IEP, and 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 kind of a lot of times, a lot of times, those meetings get a little intense because you know the school system's doing um, the best that they can, and the parents might think they want you know they need something different. And it's good to have a third party in there that's kind of keeping a level head, advocating for the child, um, and you know, kind of helping to to find the the right path. Uh, because I, I, one of the things, uh, the IEP, the development of it, is one thing, but to have someone reviewing the finished product right. to make sure it's actually being implemented, implemented, yeah. and it's the assessment and uh, the. Uh, recommendations and plan of action is something that's, you know, actually right. addresses addressing and focusing on the particular needs. Um, let's stop for a second. Uh, what is the website? It's uh, Beyond Limits MD, like Maryland dot org. Okay. Um, and what can people do? Not now, but in thirty minutes. Um, what actions can they take to help, to volunteer, to give money, to get tickets to this upcoming oh. gala where you guys are going? Um, I think you're going to yeah we you're going to do a, like a one one k walk or something. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's really a long walk uphill um, with <laughs> so with where do they go? Nowhere. What do they do? Um, are they just yeah. go to that website? Do they yeah. Call anybody? Um, PJ and I are, are climbing Kilimanjaro on. Uh, well, we begin the climb on September 16th, um, and we've been kind of we we've been kind of you know bloviating about that for the last year um, as an aware part of an awareness campaign. We have a Facebook group uh, called Kilimanjaro, our trek beyond limits, that has about 1,500 um, followers in there now. Um, and leading up to that, we are having a, um, a fundraiser for Beyond Limits at Rockfield Manor on. September eighth, yeah, five thirty to nine. September eighth. Yeah, and the, the basically the theme to that is a is a bon voyage party. Um, gonna be live music, good food. Mm -hmm. um, we also have a banner, uh, uh, we're calling a summit banner that people coming to the to that event can sign. And we'll you know when we get to the to the summit, we're gonna you know unfurl it and get pictures with it, so you kind of you know take Hartford County with us in spirit. Oh yeah, and we're going to cover Kilimanjaro too in this awesome. interview. So beyondlimitsmd.org is the best bet if people when they want to get tickets. Um, tickets website yeah, sure. and go to the website yep, and go ahead. That's perfect. And, and I understand that the fantastic 
enterprise, Slate Ridge Entertainment, is contributing a silent auction yes. gift to yes. that event. It's, it's quite quite an impressive organization. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so back to uh, Beyond Limits. Uh, so uh, kids with ADHD, Asperger's, autism, emotional disability, language impairments, other special needs, specific learning disabilities, or other health impairments. Um, Megan saw this need, and instead of whining, did something yep. about it. she did something yep. about it. I, I don't think you could ask anything more uh, uh, from someone. Um, and uh, the services are 504 plan development, classroom observations, educational consulting, educational planning, IEP development, IEP review, and processing of claims. Yeah, and what they're doing, the, the reason for this fundraiser is um, their goal is to, in 2018, to hire a full-time educational consultant that can that can do these things all the time. Right now, um, um, Megan and her husband, Brian, are, are uh, working their day jobs and, and going to these IEP meetings with people, uh, you know, on you know, taking vacation or sick days or, or whatever they have to do to make it happen. Um, they also have some educational consultants that, that work with us um, that they can send out um, when they can't do it themselves. Um, and this is not just Hartford. Uh, it's, it's Hartford, yep. Cecil, Carroll, Howard, Anne Arundel, Baltimore County, Baltimore City. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Amazing. And that's Brian Sheldon. Brian Sheldon. Attorney as, yep. as well. Um, uh, talk about um, who we have to thank, the board members, sponsors, um, etc. I, I have a list here of the sponsors that you guys uh, uh, draw a blank, but I have here. So, uh, you can WXCY, um, Jones uh, Junction, Beacon Staffing, uh, McCool Insurance, uh, Phil Rom Consulting, Cuddy Services, Party Party, Rockfield Manor, Anybody? Oh, and um, oh, of course, our board member um, Jeffrey Michael Attorney. Mm -hmm. Okay, and but uh, Jeffrey also does a lot of the legal for advising yep. for mm -hmm. the actual services. For and for the services, yes. So he's been on our board. Um, actually, one of our most active board members, and he actually um, is full time on uh, attorney for Sark as well. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And WebIXI is a sponsor as well. Yep, we paid for our trip. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that counted as our sponsorship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you could even deduct that. <laughs> and um, again, just to, for everyone to thank you to the sponsors uh, Jones Junction, um, Mary Chance, and her team. They really never give to anything they just yeah, they never answer the call do yeah they? well let's not talk about mary on on the air but <laughs> <laughs> no they're, they're awesome not only not only did they donate monetarily but um we asked them we told them we needed a, their giant inflatable gorilla and mary made it happen so so now we gotta figure out what we wanted to do with it you know we were half joking just to see what she would do but now um, we're going to make that thing pop up in a bunch of different places, I think. Well, as, as we all have learned, if, if, if the call is made to Mary, she figures out a way she does. to make it happen. God bless her. She and, does. Uh, thank you to Jones Junction. We love you, Mary. Uh, WXUI, Bob Bloom and his group, always giving back to Ron Consulting with Cool Insurance, Beacon Staffing, that's another really lazy, un Cheryl, yeah. oh, un uncivic-minded yes. person, Cheryl yeah. Davis Cole. Yeah. She really doesn't do anything. And she's so negative. I know. <laughs> Hi, yeah. Cheryl. Um, and I just want to finish uh, the other names. And uh, who else do we have? I'm sorry. Cuddy Services. Um, landscape and snow removal, that sort okay. of thing. Um, of course, McCool Insurance, did we say? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Bill always comes to our aid whenever we need him. Okay, excellent. See, I made you do it twice. There you go, Jay. Yeah. Um, that's great. And we that's have room great. for more. We Absolutely. do have room for more. And it, it, <laughs> the easiest they, way to get tickets is to sponsor. Okay, so again, in uh, 23 minutes, when the show is over, if someone wants to um, realize what a powerful work uh, this is and they want to get behind it, well, who do they, what do they do? They call one of you? They can call us or they yeah. can go to the website. Call, go, go to the, the website. website. Yeah, that's the easiest thing. Um, um, okay. 
Yeah, go to the Excellent. website, contact stuff there. And board members, I don't know why I don't have it here, because I wanted to mention the board members. Is it? Can we mention the board members? Excellent. We can. Now I know I'm going to forget somebody because uh, I'm awful. So Jeffrey Michael, of course. Yep. Content McLaughlin. Yep, Mary Hassler. Mary Hassler, of course. Who? Some, or Mary, I think she works for library, maybe? Oh, our, sponsor, yeah. our, our sponsor, Mary Hassler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she does oh. whatever she thinks there at the yeah. library. She keeps herself busy. <laughs> God bless. Yeah. Um, John Butler's attorney down in Baltimore. Um, oh, Paula Moraine, um, Sherry Nolte, uh, Katie Bosserman. Um, and then we, of course, have some um, um, advisory board members. Mary Chance, of course, is one of them. Um, let's see who else is on the advisory board. Jesse Bain, of course. Bill McCool. Gosh, I know I'm going to forget people. I, I should have written that down. Well, that's all right. We have another 20 minutes. We'll um, we'll we'll get we'll get that taken care of. Uh, now, as far as um, your plan, uh, which I love, um, you're going to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Yes. And as your slogan says, uh, because if we picked Everest, we would probably die. <laughs> That's also true. Okay. <laughs> so you're assuming you're not going to die of Kilimanjaro. Well, welcome to the part of the Bon Voyage party, just in case. <laughs> you know, I talked about having a life insurance policy taken out and then have a contest where if you could guess the altitude of my death, you would win, <laughs> you would win that money. But uh, most of my insurance friends just called me bad names. And yeah. Well, they don't like being actual actuaries. Um, so you're climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. Mm -hmm. uh, when are you leaving? September 16th is when it starts. Through the 26th? Yep. Yeah. Okay, and you're flying to where? Um, Kilimanjaro International is the airport? I think that's what it's called. It's but in I think Tanzania. We hit, oh gosh, about four or five different airports in between here and there. It's about a 24 hour trip. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And we did play uh, the song Africa by Toto on the intro, uh, which um, which um, uh, mentions Kilimanjaro. Um, do you realize that uh, a, a woman named Valti Daniel from France climbed Kilimanjaro as an 87-year-old? Yeah, also an 8-year-old girl just did it. Um, okay. And everybody, I, I do curse out everybody who tells me that because... <laughs> It just makes, it just kind of uh, raises the stakes a little bit for me. <laughs> How hard can it be? Exactly. <laughs> There's also a story that I was uh, in that Facebook group. I was posting these these interesting stories about people that did climb Kilimanjaro. I stopped doing it because like this this guy from Ireland <laughs> climbed it with a refrigerator on his back, and I, yeah, I just started you know thinking uh, this is really uh, going to make us look bad if we can't do this. And Bernard Goosen scaled it in six days in '07 in a wheelchair. <laughs> well, if I could, yeah, I'd be put me in. You know, somebody's pushing me. He's got wheels for like God's sakes. <laughs> and in 2012, Kyle Maynard, who has no forearms or lower legs, crawled unassisted to the summit of Mount Kilimanjaro. I bet he rolled down too. <laughs> uh, so, so really, if we don't do it. Um, we're just going to Photoshop ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> no one in Harvard can help. I'm going to do like a Rosie Ruiz. Yeah. I'm going to have like a helicopter drop me off. I'm going to be waiting at the top in a lawn chair for we're you. Actually, we're actually going to fly to Vegas and do, <laughs> do the Photoshop work in the Bellagio. <laughs> um, but no, this is serious and this is an incredible undertaking. What? I mean, I can't even imagine a kind of training, not only physical training, but acclimatization. That that, that's the to, scariest part that for me you right have now. to take. Tell us a little about that. Yeah, I mean, they they do say that the the physical training isn't that much. I mean, we're doing a lot of hiking. We're doing we're working out. I'm I'm doing hiking with an altitude mask on. To, it makes the breathing a little bit harder. Um, if you read things, they, they I mean, it, it it's a six day trek up there, and it's basically you know we we mentioned the Everest thing because it's it's basically a very very challenging hike. As opposed to mountain climbing, as we think of in Everest, you know, you don't need special equipment, you don't need things like that. Um, and 
biggest they, concern is the altitude. The biggest concern yeah. is the altitude. If, if they say people don't make it, a lot of times it's because they try to go too fast and they, they didn't get acclimated to the, to the, uh, to the air. Or um, they, they, they touch down in the airport and they're at the actual hotel before they start the trek and their body never actually gets used to the 5,000 um, altitude where at the base of the mountain because you really have no idea how your body's going to react to it. There's no good way to train for that. We do have the masks and um, there is some medication to kind of help you with that, but you really have no way of knowing until you get there. Mason, with altitude sickness, you, you feel nauseous and, and, and dizzy and... Um, so I thought hiking with a hangover would probably be good preparation, but um, um, that's probably not too good because of the the dehydrating impact of that. Yeah, or are you just saying uh, what do they know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know it all, don't you, Bob? Um, I, I looked it up. Yeah, yeah. I looked it. Okay. Uh, for instance, the only reliable treatment, and in many cases, the only option available for altitude sickness is to descend. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Doc. <laughs> so it hurts when I do this. Stop doing that. <laughs> Sometimes the simplest answer. Is <laughs> but are you? Do, uh, there are drugs for it, and there is. Are you de sort of depriving? Like there's these oxygen deprivation tents that people do. Are you doing anything to? We, there's a training mask yeah. that you can place over while you're going on the treadmill or doing a hike, and you can actually adjust how much air is coming through. And the first time yeah. you put it on, it's kind of scary because it, it feels like yeah, your first 50 yeah. yards of the walk, you're like, I'm not going to be able to wear this mm -hmm. for an hour or two hours or whatever the hike's going to be. And then you, then your body does get used to it. Your body says, all right, that's all the air I'm getting, so so work with it. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, pretty much the limit of what we're doing as far as, as far as the it's, it's oxygen It's not just us two randomly going up Kilimanjaro. We are going with experts who know how to do this, have been doing this for 30 years. They know where to stop. They know what signs to take a look at because it was just us doing a hike up Kilimanjaro. We'd never make that. No. Okay. Because I, I have here the, the things you have to make sure of, and I want to see how many you did. <laughs> <laughs> You're planning on scaring this, me for the next month, aren't you? <laughs> this is that gotcha journalism, isn't yeah, it? It is that gotcha journalism. Now, you know about the Tanzanian earwick that does that, that, that is resident at twelve thousand feet. Ear, earwick, you say? <laughs> okay. Are you climbing with an experienced guy? Yes. Yes. Okay. Are you taking your time? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. One of the things they say that in Swahili, the word that we're going to learn the most is slow, because that's what they're yelling at you over and over and over. Pole, pole. Pole, yep. pole, mm -hmm. yeah. That's right. Bob, you're ready to go. Oh, yes, right. You are ready to get up there with us. Um, and a nine-year-old nine girl did it, right? Eight-year-old girl yeah. did it. So, yeah, come on, right. Bob. <laughs> yeah, well, a nine-year-old girl just ran a 50-mile <laughs> Um Sleep as much as you can. I shouldn't be a problem. I was going to say, yeah, I've been, I've been practicing for that one. Okay. Um, eat. Also, not, also not a problem. Because yeah. <laughs> they say losing your appetite is an actual effect of exertion. Pack light. We've been okay. training, yeah, uh, I think what we're allowed, we're supposed to be carrying 22 pounds. Well, that's the maximum. It's the, the maximum day pack. we're allowed for our day pack, and then porters carry the tent and everything like that. Are there showers involved? Are you guys pretty much going to no, reach back to the I think it's wet naps, baby wipes. <laughs> okay. Sort of that's like where my, I'd be out. Yeah. yeah. My ritual in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the camping aspect that scares me more than anything else. <laughs> um, be honest with your guides. Do you plan to be honest with your guides? Or are you going to be brave? Oh, no. Thankfully, nobody Courage? in Danny will see me crying. Okay. <laughs> sure. Pat, take lots of photographs, please. So. Well, we actually we've had some sponsors say, "I just want to, I'm sponsoring this because I just want to see PJ camp." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I owe them photos. Four liters water. Four liters of water a day. That's yeah. That, we have been working. I mean, we have been drinking a lot of water. So I'm trying. I'm trying to lose some weight going up there. Um, like that's part of how I lost most of my weight. Yeah. I started drinking a gallon of water a day. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, where do you get the water from? You can't carry it, and the water that's up you there are, is very contaminated. You're supposed to carry right? three liters on your back, and then the porters carry the, um, um, not diluted, um, um, the good water, whatever. The, yeah. Not powdered. Please don't say powdered. Yeah, powdered. Just that water. Just that water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
Like, someone actually said, yeah. can you fax me some copy paper? I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to get the, the diet porters water. Carry, the porters carry the, the food, the extra water, everything like that, but we, you are expected to carry the three liters on your back so that you can drink as you go out. Okay. Two final words of advice. First, don't call them porters anymore. It's, it's, what is this? Oh, that's what the... Like on, Sherpas. Sherpas? Or Sherpas? Porters really? sound like, you know, you're... You're going I think that is the what they call them. Actually, the I think that's what they're calling your, because uh... we actually we've picked this particular company. It was a little bit more expensive, but they're known for giving their porters um, a decent wage, an honest wage for going up because okay. it is a lot of work. And they've actually dumped oh gosh millions back into the local um, economy back in um, Tanzania. So that's one of the reasons why we actually picked them as opposed to a cheaper alternative, just okay. because it kind of worked in line. But they all called them porters. I didn't realize. Uh, yeah, I just get the impression yeah. of like the banker and the community chess card and Monopoly yeah, right? with the monocle. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll you let you know what the name is. Yeah, I'll let you know what the name is. And the the, the um, I don't know if you've heard this, but the the final piece of advice is don't gossip. Don't gossip. Don't gossip. Uh, complaining is contagious, especially oh, yeah, under yeah. stressful uh, circumstances. More than once. Well, if somebody irritates me, I'm just going to spread rumors around the camp about. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the gossip. Yeah. <laughs> that was the plan for entertainment. <laughs> but, well, and that, that kind of leads to one of the biggest challenges is 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 it's more mental than physical. Yeah, it's, it's I think it's all yeah. about your attitude, um, and that's about anything in life. Right? Yeah. Uh, one of the guys, Hustaz Molel, has said he has seen altitude sickness symptoms spread through a group. While altitude sickness is a very real thing, a lot of the effects are psychological. Hmm. So if you have a carper in the group. Um, behind. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, I just this is really this is great. I can't wait to um. I can't wait to hear about this. Uh, and again, September eighth, um, at Rockfield Manor. Mm-hmm. Uh, go on to uh, Beyond Limits, MD. Oh, that's the uh, of course Rockfield Manor. There, there are um event sponsor. They, they um donated the space for us. It's a beautiful space. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. Uh, thank you, Rockfield Manor. Um, BeyondLimitsMD.org Because if we chose Everest, we'd probably die. Uh, are, you, are you, by the way, will you have um, uh, electronic access? Will you be tweeting? Will uh, you be... The, the guidebooks that we've read actually said where you can get the best signals and that sort of thing. Um, we probably won't be live tweeting just because we have to carry the extra battery packs and all that good stuff. <clears throat> Um, my brother, for um, my birthday last year, actually gave me one of those GoPro cameras. And if I can figure out how to use that, then hopefully we can actually do some of the hike that way and post it afterwards. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna post as long as we can. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know it. Um, I don't know how long that will be. Uh, last last summer, a, a childhood friend actually did climb Everest, and and he was um, posting pretty regularly. For a while, and then all of a sudden, kind of disappeared for about three days. You're like, oh man. <laughs> um, and then the next time he was up, he was he was elated and telling us, you know, telling everybody that they made it. Mm-hmm. So probably not live tweeting, but we'll try as as hard as we can for as long as we can. I just don't want to carry extra battery packs. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's amazing. And you know, again, not to underestimate it, only forty percent of those that attempt it succeed. So. Our, our group is a little bit higher than that, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, but then again... We Where were you guys on the bell curve? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness Steve's good at Photoshop, huh? <laughs> is there any concern as to uh, weather and how that might impact your ability to make it to Actually, the that's why we chose um, September. It's supposed to be the best uh, time for the weather. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's supposed to be very, very hot at the start and very, very cold at the top. So we have to kind of dress accordingly. But um, I don't expect too much in terms of rain and that sort of thing just because of the season there. Amazing. And you're going to be actually traveling through five different climatic zones. Which is also amazing when you think about it. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and then come back and have some fun. Okay. Talk about library events. Okay, great. So let's go ahead and take our break. And when we come back, we'll cover some great events coming up at the library. We'll go over the edge where we look at some news from outside Harford County. uh, And we'll do some thingamabobs. 
Harford County Public Library Foundation 13th Annual Gala, La La Library, and Evening in the Stacks will be held Saturday, November 4th at 7 p.m. at the Abington Library. Tickets will go on sale Monday, August 14th at 11.04 a.m. at eveninginthestacks.org. The Gala, Harford County Public Library Foundation's signature event, welcomes more than 600 guests each year and features an extensive menu of hors d'oeuvres and drinks, entertainment by mood swings, a live and silent auction this year's theme la la library focuses on the timeless and classic old hollywood song and dance days sponsorships which include tickets to the gala are available starting at just 750 dollars to purchase a sponsorship contact nina depkin at d-e-p-k-i-n-n at hcplonline.org. Proceeds from the event will support a wide range of programs and resources, including new technologies, community outreach, and stream programs, an innovative new space, and collections that will offer customers of all ages the opportunity to explore, create, discuss, and learn. For more information about Lala Library, visit eveninginthestacks.org. You are listening to 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Hartford Edge. I'm co-host Jennifer Button from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. Uh, welcome back, everyone. We have PJ and Pat Chambers with us, and they're uh, going to um, ride out the rest of this masochistically with us. Um, and But first, we're going to start with things going on at the library. What... What did what do you folks have up for us now? I'm sure it's about fifty things and great things. We do. We have we have a lot of stuff going on right now, so we'll just go over a couple of them. Um, tonight we have our final Kiss a Pig uh, fundraising event, and that is bingo um, at the American Legion in Aberdeen. Doors open at six. Bingo begins at seven. Um, tickets are $25 at the door, and this is a fundraiser to benefit the Boys and Girls Clubs of Harford County, so a very worthy cause. Um, we have plenty of seats still available. We have some really fantastic prizes. Um, everything has been donated from the event space by the American Legion to our baskets. Uh, we have baskets of cheer. We have a grill. We have um, movie night games, all sorts of really fun stuff. So come on out if you like bingo. Uh, invite your friends. You can get uh, a table of eight. Um, you can contact me at my email address button, just like on your shirt, at hcplonline.org. Are tables still available? Because I think we're going to yes. be able to make it. Wonderful. Are you going to be there? Uh, of course I'm going to be there. Yes, she will. Okay. Yep. So far we've sold about 70 tickets. We still have plenty of space available. The, the, uh, the event venue holds up to 250 people. Oh, so, wow. okay. mm -hmm. yeah, so come on by for sure. Um, you get tickets to the door? You can get tickets to the door, yeah. Cool. Okay, we $25, also, right? $25, yes. Mm -hmm. You want to, you want to, you guys want to come? I'm we'll thinking get, about we'll it. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Cindy's already in. Perfect. Oh, good. Um, we're in. Perfect. And the chambers are going to uh, sit at our table if they can, if, if they can make it. Perfect. We will talk more after the show. Okay. Awesome. Who do we, uh, how do all oh, the other folks, who now that they know that us and the Chambers are in, Yes, now that they know that the, the cool kids are coming. Yes, um, website's blowing up right now. Yes. <laughs> um, go ahead and send me an email. Um, I will be um, setting up at the venue most of today, but I am going to be checking my email throughout the day, so I'm happy to hold tickets for folks at the door, um, or you can just, you know, come on by when doors open at 6. Um, we will have snacks available and the Legion's going to be selling burgers. So come hungry, come with some money, come with some cash. It's for a good cause. And Do I have my kids. own personalized set of dabbers. I am positive that you have your bingo bag ready to go by the door. Are you selling uh, dabbers? I am, yes. Okay. Cool. okay. Yep. Everything you need, we've got it. Okay, I, also... I worked bingo when, for my church from like age 12 to 15. These people are serious. Did you? These bingo players. They are. Yeah. They well, are. This is more of a fun event. You go in there with your know. case, like a, like the pool cue case, yeah. with your big, <laughs> the dabbers in there. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know. What else we have going on, Jen? Okay. Um, tomorrow, Saturday, August 5th, we have Ask a Master Gardener at the Bel Air Branch from 10 to 12. Um, master gardeners are going to be on hand to share advice and answer questions. You can drop by with your plants and samples of uh, gardening problems. Um, so it's really just a really great free advice session, and they are super knowledgeable, so stop on by and see them. Um, Monday, August 7th, 
we have Shaken the Family Tree at Habity Grace. Uh, it's an event for adults, and it's a monthly meeting to discuss all things genealogy. Everyone is welcome, cool. um, from beginners mm -hmm. to seasoned family tree explorers. So, uh, so come on by and chat with folks to get advice or see what other folks are doing. Um, talk about the, the genealogy club. Or as Dennis Miller said, he always thought genealogy was uh, Barbara Eden's OBGYN. <laughs> <laughs> share was uh, Wednesday, August 9th. We have, um, for grades K through 5 at the Edgewood branch, we have the Acts of Kindness Summer Club. So if you're interested in helping a charity or a neighbor but don't have a project or group in mind, you can join the club. Uh, this summer, we're going to be helping a local group or charity in need and, of course, have fun in the process. So if you're looking to get involved and do kind of, uh, you know, your own version of uh, Beyond Limits and the, the trek to Kilimanjaro, you know, have your kids come on out and join the Acts of Kindness Summer Club. It's really about That's paying right. it forward and, and making cool. our world a better place. Amen. How do people do that? that? Uh, they can stop by Edgewood uh, Wednesday, August 9th from 6 to 7. Um, or they can uh, check the library's uh, website or Facebook page for more information. Excellent. Excellent. Um, and we have, actually we do have five more minutes because we started late, so we're just going to do some rapid fire stuff. Um, we did some last week and it was popular, um, how things not to do on a, at an interview or uh, say on a resume, actual from actual managers that have reported these experiences. Um, Interviewee wore a Walkman, explaining that she could listen to the interviewer and the music at the same time. It's multitasking. Um, balding candidate. How is this a Walkman? <laughs> <laughs> well, it could Good be, point. You know, yeah. She was 75. Yeah. <laughs> a Fitbit. Uh, balding candidate excused himself and returned to the office a few minutes later wearing a headpiece. <laughs> Just wanted to change up his look. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, one wait, candidate said, I would have been more successful if no one would have snitched on me. <laughs> um, I, uh, in a, a resume, received a plague for salesperson of the year. <laughs> a plague. <laughs> um, one said, why do you want references? <laughs> one said, would it be a problem if I'm angry most of the time? I get excited very easily. Oh my wow. <laughs> and then some of these managers had, their, uh, these were taken from employee reviews. Since my last report, this employee has reached rock bottom and has started to dig. <laughs> <laughs> His men would follow him anywhere, but only out of morbid curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> this associate is really not so much of a has-been, but more of a definitely won't be. <laughs> giving up hope <laughs> yeah, right. um, um, he sets low personal standards and then consistently fails to achieve them uh, the employee this employee is depriving a village somewhere of an idiot <laughs> and then our funny tweets we have to do a few of them because we have two minutes left PJ I know these are right up your alley um, Pat too um does it have apples in it? No. What about pine? No pine either. Perfect. We'll call it a pineapple. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to sleep. There's a woman just tweeted this last week. Going to sleep. It's so cold in here. I'm totally wearing these socks to bed. Middle of the night. Get these devil foot gloves off of me. <laughs> and... I guess I prefer Subway because they make me feel like I'm making the healthy decision when I order a loaf of bread with 18 meatballs. <laughs> You're right. And I'd like to return this pack of gum. They taste awful. Sir, those are Band-Aids. Oh, I'd like to return these Band-Aids. Someone ate some. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one we're going to repeat. It's uh, I love how people, I think it's cute how people name their food in the 
in the office kitchen in the refrigerator. Like today, I ate uh, some a, a yogurt named Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the uh, all the time we have for the Hartford Edge this week. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.